0: This is the small business growth school if you have a mom and pop business that you'd like to grow this podcast is for you in it i'm revealing everything i can to help you get more customers in the door grow profits and even autopilot your business so you can enjoy more time with family and friends thanks for listening it means the world to me hey everybody so i just finished up a uh, strategy call yesterday and I got off the phone with a um, really nice woman. She has a, um, a hybrid business, um, small town business. So that means she's just targeting the local market and also can target people outside of her area online. Um, so her her thing was her business was designed to help business owners reduce stress stress through uh, breath exercise and other approaches. So right off the back, um, whenever an owner is coming up to me with their business, that's Actually, the first thing I ask is what, what is your business? What are you looking to do? And I always run through my head, um, are is this a viable business idea? And as you've probably heard in my past podcasts, uh, we go through that in detail, but basically are people around her, other businesses around her already doing this? So if she was just a local small town business, then I would be looking at her county and the surrounding counties. And is there at least one competitor has a similar business? And the answer was no. But a hybrid small town business, we are also capturing um, the outside market. You have to ask, does this exist on the outside? And it did. So it was a viable business. Um, so once we know the market is viable for the business idea, we're good to go. And I actually really liked um, the emotional triggers that she was going after for her customers. And an emotional trigger is just what your customers want what really drives them so like for example a chiropractic business people want to be able to sleep without back pain they want to be able to get on an airplane and go on their vacation and not worry that they're going to be extreme pain when they get off somebody that um, has a taco truck somebody wants a tasty delicious lunch that's quick and easy on the go um, if someone has a plumbing business somebody wants to have their toilet unclogged and not, uh, you know, have to <laughs> not have to be outside or, or use the that all the way upstairs. That's an inconvenience. Um, so that's just a couple little examples of of emotional triggers. And uh, her trigger is pretty good. What she was going after was helping business owners have less stress and just enjoy time with family when they're off the clock. So be in the moment with their kids, be in the moment with their husbands or their wives, enjoy vacations, be present. Um, Also have less stress while they're working as an owner and be able to run the company more effectively. So I knew that this business could have a huge impact because I'm an owner myself of multiple small town businesses. I'm her ideal customer and I could see the value that it could bring. So you would think that... um, You know, it's time to give value to the market, time to grab some leads with good marketing, time to make a couple sales and get our first deposits, our first buys from uh, owners. And we're off to the races. But it didn't happen. (laughs) She decided not to move forward with the business at that time. And the reasons were many. Here's just a couple. She wanted to fine tune a course or approach to deliver the product to make it perfect. She wanted to have a marketing plan that was designed exactly for her niche to the T. She just needed to get everything just right before she even thought about moving forward with the business. And you know, am not. It, it, it was a tough situation for her because I see it all the time with folks, all kinds of new business owners or soon to be business owners. Things have to be so perfect before they take the next steps. And this is a. Um, We've mentioned before about, you know, reality is just perspective, how you see things. And um, this is a, the the way that she was thinking, it was a very damaging, self-limiting belief. Um, And again, it can pop up with many folks. It just wasn't common with her. I see it all the time. And it's disappointing because if you actually have a viable market, all the cards don't have to align perfectly to start. And a phrase that I use all the time it, and I don't, don't even know who came with, up with this originally, but I use it all the time, is fail forward. So things don't have to be perfect. You can and you should approve things as you go. Um, and having that little bit of a mindset shift will allow anyone to become an owner sooner, become profitable much sooner, make an impact to their small town much sooner. Um, and, and also another tactical piece is marketing, good marketing in my opinion, you have to use a lot of different marketing routes or what I call them, I call them spokes. So you have to use a lot of different marketing approaches or spokes and it takes a little bit of time to get momentum. So it's important that you start right away. Um, So let's get to the title of the episode, is how, how do we really open a business quickly? What are those three essentials? So what are the three things that you actually do logistically need before you open a business. Not you know things, you know, things in our head that potentially stop us that aren't real barriers, but what are the what are the true barriers, things that we need to get fixed up and ready to go before we get going. Real quick guys, if you could think about how you found out about this podcast, somebody probably tweeted about it, told you about it, shared on Facebook, Instagram You know, or something like that. only way that this thing grows is through word of mouth. I don't do any paid ads for the podcast or do any sponsorships. It's my only ask that you can pay it forward in the exact same way. So if it was a review or a post, if you spend just a few seconds doing that, it would really mean the world to me. And you'll throw out some good karma for another small town business owner process. So there's three big ones. First one, number one. Is get your LLC so basically that's your limited liability corporation for your business um, there's a couple reasons why you get an LLC one is it's a basic form of protection and it's it's um, it's a very simple way to organize your company I like it though all my companies are LLC's um, it is the perfect bit of protection for small-town businesses so What it can do is, let's just say someone sues your business, God forbid. It protects you. They can't go after you. They can only go after the business. So you're not going to lose your car. You're not going to lose your house. You're not going to lose all your money in your personal accounts. They can only go after the LLC. So it's a layer of protection that's needed. Um, So what do you do to get it? So people may (laughs) think they need to get the top-notch lawyers to set this up. But to be honest getting an LLC for a lawyer it is very simple very basic it takes them no time to do it it's a very easy task so what you need to do is just shop around shop, shop around for 10 to 15 lawyers around you and they wouldn't even have to be around you just shop around they can do this virtually as well and find the lawyer that's going to give you the cheapest price and be able to do it the quickest that's it and if you want to go a step further there are, um, you know how we mention about small town businesses. Way to market is you need to have a lead magnet. So to give the customer a little piece of your service or your product for free, and it's gonna get you more people to come in to buy your paid product or service. Um, a lot of uh, lawyers now are starting to use LLCs as their lead magnets. So they'll do an LLC for free in hopes that you'll get one of their other services. So. If you really wanna save money and get the cheapest LLC, you can chop around to see which lawyers have a LLC as their lead magnet. And if they say, hey, we'll give that to you for free, go for it, that's gonna be great, you can get it for free. So let's, um, let's shift over to um, number two. So number two is uh, bank accounts. You need to set up a bank account. So obviously when someone gives you money, you have a place to put it at. Um, So you can easily get a free business checking account at most banks. So just shop around, go to a couple banks, see which ones offer um, free business checking accounts. Um, And a lot of them, like my bank that I use, uh, it takes a deposit of say $300. Um, And actually, you know what? It takes a deposit of $300 for savings accounts. I think a lot of the um, checking accounts are actually free. You don't even need to put anything in the account over a dollar so shop around get an account with the least amount of deposit you need um but but also to putting in put your money in a bank is also a layer of protection because what well, not only does it make it easy to process payments but if you have money in a bank they're all protected by the government the fda so if the bank burns down or there's a robbery or if bank goes out of business the the FDIC will cover up to, I think it's $250,000. So, um, and once you get above that amount, I'd recommend getting a second bank, but you don't have to really worry about that for a long, long time. Um, So get a bank bank, um, that can get you a free banking check account. So what is number three? Number three is a payment processor. Get a system to be able to collect money seems simple, but but you definitely need that. You need to be able to have a way to collect cash, collect money. Um, so there's a couple different options. Um, I love Stripe. There's also a little add-on to Stripe, um, very cheap. I think it's like 20 bucks a month. It's called PayFunnels. It allows you to do a lot of cool stuff. It helps you organize the Stripe accounts, and you can also do some really cool stuff with payment plans, tri- free trials, and um, even refunds really easily using that platform. So um, that's particularly good for companies that have um, high cost services or products or like a lot of different businesses out there you can get a terminal Um, you can get a terminal that can link to your bank accounts there's a lot of different uh, companies that do that Um, one of my companies we use a terminal it's called tsys Um, you can use them they they're pretty reliable for us so That's it. Um, So here's the um, overview. Make sure that first your market is viable and you do that by looking around. If it's a small town business, that's a brick and mortar. Look at your county, the surrounding counties. Does your business already exist? If that checks off, then also let me go back a little bit. If you are a um, mobile small town business, which means you travel like if you're a mobile vet, if you're a food truck, stuff like that. Um, wherever you travel, you know the regions that you travel to, is there an existing business similar to yours? And then also if you're a hybrid, um, you look locally and if the business exists exists outside of your area in the US, it's also viable. So make sure it's viable. get the three essentials we talked about, which is going to be um, your LLC, your bank accounts, and a payment processor. Um, and then at that point, you are ready to go. And that, that stuff takes very, very little time. You can literally go to the banks, call the lawyers up, get your payment processor within a week. Um, it takes no time. And then you can start providing value to your small town with loads of marketing, work on your sales, get some um, people to buy your service, a product, and you rinse and repeat. So that's all for today, guys. I will catch you all next week.